Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Pack the Brew. In this episode, we are going to be previewing going to be the Diamondbacks. In this episode, I'm Gage. The other person on this episode is Ryan. Uh, we talk baseball news. We talk baseball culture. We talk everything baseball if you're new to this show. But Ryan, what do we think about this D-backs starting rotation? The Arizona Diamondbacks, the ANL reigning champions. I'm so excited to watch this team. This is the team I am most excited for in 2024. Can they repeat? Can they go even farther? Do they take a drop off? I will tell you right away, I've loved what they've done this offseason. I think they go really far. But let's look at the starting rotation. They have Zach Gallon as an ace. Top five in, top five in Cy Young voting in the last two years. Top four in odds again. I think he has a great chance to win it. I, Gage, I know you picked him to win it last year. Is Zach Gallon your Cy Young already? A- oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, run it back. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, Zach Gallon, 2024 Cy Young, book it. That's what I like to see. Uh, at that number two spot, Merrill Kelly. Having Kelly as your number two is insane. He's almost become underrated just because of what Zach Gallon has done. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Merrill Kelly is also my two. Uh, you mentioned it. Just a very underrated dude in the presence of Zach Gallon. I, it's unbelievable. And then at number three, I'm going to go with Erod. What a free agent signing he was. He had a great year with Detroit and... Not just that, they didn't just get a great starting pitcher. The D-backs kind of needed a lefty in this rotation somewhere. There's your guy. They didn't just throw in some random guy. They got Rodriguez, who is a fantastic sign. One of many great moves they made this offseason. Yeah, Erod is also my three. You mentioned it. A great season with the Tigers. Uh, my four is Brandon Fodd. Uh, an absolute stellar postseason run for him. Uh, very fun watching him. Uh, not tear up the Brewers. Would have preferred him to not tear up the Brewers, but enjoyed watching what he did in the postseason. And his regular season was kind of rough. His overall numbers mm-hmm. weren't great. He did get a little bit better as the season went on, but I remember going to that game one, Brewers D-backs. It was like, <laughs> Burns against Fod. I mean, like, who yeah. even is this guy? This is the easiest one ever. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the Brewers lost, so that that wasn't fun. But uh, he really made a name for himself in that postseason, and he is a stupidly good number four in this rotation. I oh, expect yeah. him to take a huge jump this year. Yeah, me too. And then my five is Ryan Nelson. My number five was kind of open. I didn't see a clear number five. I think that number five is going to be a big camp battle to see who win it to see who wins it i'm gonna go with tommy henry for my pick 4.15 era and 16 starts last year uh season was just cut a little bit short for him yeah and this bullpen ryan what are you thinking closer i feel like is a pretty easy one they gone for seattle Seawald. at the deadline last year paul seawald not sure if they get to the world series without him he was huge ever since they got him especially in october i mean overall what a, what a mid-season trade that was Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, Seawall is also my closer. At my setup one, though, I got Kevin Ginkle, uh, one of those guys for that D-backs bullpen that is just, he's a stud. He's a stud. I got the same one for my my number one setup guy, Kevin Ginkle. 60 appearances, a sub-one whip, which is big for relievers, and a 2.48 ERA. I mean, he could close on so many teams, and he's going to be their setup guy. Then my second setup guy is going to be Miguel Castro. He led the league with 75 appearances. You just don't see that too often in 2023. He did struggle a little bit more as the season went on, but 
I expect him to be a pretty solid setup guy. Yeah, absolutely. Miguel Castro, you know, a, a big dog, bro. Six seven, six seven reliever. Very scary dude to go up against. So, I mean, that's what you like to see on the mound. You like the intimidation, especially with some guy coming in to hopefully hold a lead for you late in the game. Uh, at lineup, though, starting behind the plate is going to be Gabriel Moreno. He had a good regular season, gold glove, and he had big hits in October. Really put him on the map overall. I, I have to agree with you. I was going to say the exact same thing. Uh, that October really, really put him out there, uh, made the fans like realize who he was, and I think that that's you know, critical. I think that's a big part, a very underrated part of October, if you will, um, the ability to put players like Gabriel Moreno, who is a very solid guy in the regular season, um, put him on the map even, even more in, in you know, playoffs. I think Toronto did good in this trade to get Dalton Varsho. He's a, he's a good player, but yep. I think Arizona wins this trade every more and more by the day. I mean, I just yeah. can't get over how well Arizona did here. I mean, back to back off seasons of just incredible trades. Uh, at first base, gonna be Christian Walker. Back to back years with thirty three plus home runs. Yep, a ton of pop at that first base position in Christian Walker, and I think Christian Walker, um, surefire first baseman for the Arizona Diamondbacks here. My second baseman, Tel Marte, um, another guy that had a just big-time October, um, and he, he delivered every single time, and, you know, loved watching him in October, especially deep in the postseason run. And not just a big October, he won NLCS MVP in right. a huge series against the Phillies. So that I mean that wasn't a, that wasn't a give me uh, series against a team who just tucked down Atlanta over there. Overall, great year, twenty five bombs. Yep, absolutely. My shortstop is Jordan Lawler. Uh, with how the D backs develop talent, I thoroughly believe, like wholeheartedly believe, that this guy will be in the heat of the NL Rookie of the Year voting. Um, obviously, Jordan Lawler playing with a vet in Catal Marte across across the uh you know middle infield there. So I think that, that you're just gonna be in for a treat watching uh the stud that is Jordan Lawler play with the vet that is Catal Marte. Now I'm kinda curious on what Arizona does here at shortstop because obviously Jordan Lauer is more than ready to play right now. But you have Perdomo who was an all star last year but struggled a ton in the second half and he just did not contribute a ton to Arizona's success late in the year. His job is in jeopardy as an all-star last year. I don't know if this is, hey, whoever plays better in spring training gets a job, job if, if it's Perdomo's job to lose. Not sure what Arizona's going to do here, but overall, I think Jordan Lauer is the better option for the D-backs. For sure. Uh, my third baseman is Eugenio Suarez. Uh, very fun to watch. Very good dude. I uh, have to go with Eoanio Suarez for my third baseman. I'm going to double down on that. Love this trade from Seattle. He's a big upgrade over Longoria last year, who had some big hits, who had a, a really big defensive play against the Brewers ouch, in that wild card series. But Suarez is just the better bat. Absolutely. How about your outfield? Outfield is going to be another offseason addition, kind of. They re-signed him. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., who also came in that Moreno trade. I mean, I just I can't get over how great of a trade that was. And that's no disrespect towards Varsho. Love him. But uh, Arizona kind of fleeced him at this point. $14 million a year after what he's done in his career seems stupid cheap, right? And when I saw this contract go down, 
I'm like, I gotta be missing something because this is a fantastic deal for Gary L, right? Oh yeah, I I agree. Uh, we talked about that on the show actually, and I remember saying like, this is although we use the term, we throw the term around Braves contract, like getting him, getting him, buying him low, buying in on Lord's Gurriel Jr. Very, very low um, because the amount of potential he has is extremely high. Absolutely does. Speaking of potential, center field is going to be Alex, Alex Thomas. It's a big make-or-break year for Thomas. He needs to show big improvements. You know what he's capable of. He just has not really shown it at the big league level. If he struggles again, uh, I think Arizona is going to have to find their guy by midseason uh, to be in center field. Yeah, and I, I thoroughly believe he'll do that. Uh, my breakout guy for this season is Alec Thomas. Had a 71 WRC plus last season, and I don't think he can be less valuable than that. I think he'll break out for about something more than that. And he's predicted for something like a 95 WRC plus with a 2.1 war and 13 homers uh, via fan graphs. So I think Alec Thomas cements himself. I think he says that, hey, I'm here to stay. And I think that that's a, a surefire uh, guy to stay around all season if he continues to do what I'm thinking that he's going to do. My right fielder, um, the the it, an absolute stud, uh, rookie of the year last year. Uh, give me Corbin Carroll in right field, an absolute monster. Uh, enjoyed watching him play big time. Corbin Carroll, one of the one of those guys, man. Already one of my favorite players to watch in the game. Fifth in MVP voting. Clear rookie of the year. I mean, to go from, hey, you got some MVP votes. You easily won rookie of the year. I think you I think you see him make that extra jump and become an MVP finalist this year, too. For sure. And then my DH is Jock Peterson. Uh, we talked about it, how big of a get this was for the D-backs. Not primarily at the DH position, but more of the fact that they took it away from the Giants. Um, Jack Peterson is my guy that will be my bounce back player. Uh, hit 235 last year with 15 bombs. Think you could be seeing a 2022 version of Josh in the desert. I sound like a broken record, but another huge offseason move. And nothing Arizona did cost them big money or cost them big prospects, but they just made the moves to go from, hey, we went to the World Series last year and we lost. We just got a hell of a lot better. And that's mm -hmm. all you need to do. They didn't. They didn't jeopardize the future. Jock Pearson is also going to be my DH, too. I just, yep. I love what Arizona did this offseason. Love. Yep, yep, yep. Big time. Uh, my MVP is going to be Corbin Carroll for all of the reasons previously stated. I think he could be in that MVP conversation, depending on how big of a jump he takes. Uh, you know, Corbin Carroll, again, just one of those guys that is just unbelievable. Yeah, pretty, pretty easy one there. Lots of talent in Arizona. But Carroll is just different. I'm gonna jump over to Cy Young. It's gonna be Zach Gallen. You could argue, you could argue that Arizona has the best rotation in baseball, and Gallen oh, yeah. is gonna win the D-back Cy Young, and he might win the National League Cy Young too. Exactly. If it, it worked for me last year, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Uh, Zach Gallen is my Cy Young this season. My Rookie of the Year. I mentioned it, Jordan Lawler. With how the D-backs develop talent, man, I said it. Um, he he could totally be an NL Rookie of the Year voting. Um, depending on how that situation goes with Perdomo. But Jordan Lawler, in my eyes, rookie of the year for the D-backs. I don't know if he's going to start opening day at shortstop, but probably by May, I think he is, without a doubt, the everyday shortstop. He's also going to be my rookie of the year here. Um, and I just I just said it. He's going to be the everyday shortstop pretty early into the season, if not on opening day. 
Yeah, absolutely. My breakout guy then becomes Alec Thomas is is also my underrated guy. Uh, I've mentioned those statistics before, man, but uh, 71 WRC plus last season. There's no way he's less valuable than that. Um, and I think I think he'll cement himself again. My breakouts give me two guys who kind of broke out in October, but when I say breakout, I mean over over a four once full one six two games. It's going to be Moreno and Brandon or yeah and Brandon Fod. Uh, Moreno might have broken out last year, but I, I feel like he even takes that extra step and do what he did in October, but in a full year. Yeah. Absolutely, and then my my bounce back is going to be Jock, is alongside my favorite offseason move. Um, hit two thirty five with fifteen bombs, man. I with a with a young lineup like D backs, um, I totally think that this this amount of pop that you bring, and more so taking it from the Giants to just an absolutely huge move um, for the D backs, and then you know obviously a guy like Jock Peterson who could go and hit thirty bombs in any given season. Mine's going to be a different offseason move, actually. It's going to be Suarez uh, to bounce back. Strikeouts will be high. They always are. He's led the league in strikeouts a lot of the time. But 30-plus homers make up for those type of numbers. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan, where is this team finishing? Well, first off, I'm going to go with my favorite offseason move, and then I'll then I'll tell you where I think this team's going to be headed. My favorite offseason move, you can pick between – 800 million of them. It's going to be Erod actually. There's tons of great moves, but you make Erod your number 3. It's it it takes it for me. And then you already mentioned you're underrated. I'm going to go with Moreno here. I feel like we might be talking about him as one of the game's best catchers by the time the season ends. Yep. I absolutely love it. My NL West finished for this team is second. Same boat. Second place. Love Arizona. LA is just different. Yep, absolutely. And then my NL finish, I think this team can finish fourth. My NL finish is going to be third best record, but fourth overall seed. You could see them make an identical run to last year. They're not going in as the favorite, as the juggernaut, but I really love how this team is built in October. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to an Thanks for listening to another episode. As always, the links are in the description if you'd like to hear more from us. Uh, stay tuned for the rest of this week. Uh, tons of NLS preview stuff coming out. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to another one. We will see you in the next episode.